The President's men. So, the men who are after the US President have scored two heads of the Trump team. The conniving stir of politics over there echoes to us down here. Trump's opposers, of which Muller is but one, seem to have been looking for a way to bring him down since he first emerged as a presidential candidate. Their attitude stinks. The people voted him in. The people still want him in. Muller might not see it this way, but he has used his position to bring down Trump's inner circle. And he is sending a clear message to Trump, of course, that he is next. His attitude smacks like that of a bully. Sure, it's wrapped up in legal gobbledygook and judicial speak, but having succeeded in gaining a guilty plea from Michael Cohen, Trump's former personal lawyer, for committing illegal acts, specifically two felony counts of campaign finance violations, that can be tied to Trump. And two, with the conviction of Paul Manafort, Trump's former campaign chairman's conviction, for eight counts of tax and bank fraud, impeachment of the president cannot be ruled out. But Trump is still popular, and all of this provides more reason for Trump supporters to vote for him. The way they see it, Trump is being harassed and bullied by people that they neither trust nor like. Coated any way he likes, it's the US public that voted for Trump, and Mueller has yet to convince them that Trump is the bad guy here. This behaviour is isolating the real people that make up the greater USA population from those in DC. POTUS does not have to front up for an investigation, but they could be playing into Mueller's game. Trump could well face an impeachment if he was subpoenaed and did not attend. Nixon... Reagan, Clinton and George W. Bush were all subpoenaed, which proved that the president was not above the law. Mueller's initial chase after Trump was for collusion with the Russians during the presidential elections, but he spread his net wide in search of chinks in Trump's armour and found a few. But the way he has behaved has demeaned the president's position. No matter how he feels about him, Trump is his president. Mueller has conducted himself badly under the guise of justice and accountability. And there is no excuse for his divisive behaviour. Can he not see that the world is watching? 
the USA's many critics and enemies must be sniggering on the sidelines. Perhaps they think that if they wait, their nemesis will do the job for them and destroy itself. The US looks bad, and Muller and company have a share in that. Sure, Trump might not look so good with Cohen and Manafort's political falls, but those who brought it about are not squeaky clean. Scratch beneath the surface and you'll find big egos using their positions for more than the American public's best interests. But the US is not the only country that eats its own. The Australian parties have a habit of ditching their Prime Minister before the public has a chance to. Australia has seen more turnovers of party leaders with no help from Joe Public since John Howard left the PM's office. You could almost predict that it was only a matter of time before the PM faced a challenger for the top job and was tossed out of office. Turnbull has only just survived one challenge, but considering he threw his predecessor out, he should not be surprised that it's his turn now. And it's not over yet. The Australian public are getting fed up with it and want stability within the government and its leadership. New Zealand had a few coups of its own. Jenny Shipley ousted Jim Bolger as Prime Minister, and then Bill English paid her back in kind. Then Don Brash ousted English. Jim McClay opposed Muldoon, and probably wished he had not, when he received a vote of no confidence from his party shortly after. Simon Bridges, the current National Party leader, had to fight off four others for the job when John Key resigned and left the reins to his deputy PM, English, who resigned himself when National lost to the mixed-member proportional, the MMP, government. National has had 12 PMs, but only five of them won elections. The Labour Party saw Phil Goff and David Shearer step down as Prime Minister when fellow members lacked confidence in them. But other than John A. Lee's expulsion from the party by Prime Minister of the time, Michael Savage, Labour did not have anything like the messy oustings of National. It is interesting to note that Savage died two days after expelling Lee. Make of that what you will.